Hi, I'm Zoe. I have MS and I'm here with two other MSs, Gemma and Mike. And we're joining Joe, a neuropsychologist, in this course, PPE for the Mind, to help us develop our mental resilience. Joe, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what PPE for the Mind is? Hi, it's really nice to meet you. My name's Jo Johnson. I'm a clinical neuropsychologist. That's the party line. That's what it says on my reports. But I'm also a very flawed human being. My situation at the moment is I'm in lockdown. Probably my greatest challenge is living with three adult children, as well as being able to afford food for them. So there's been some really great wins in that the sun's been out and we've had some lovely family time. But also there's been lots of times when I felt deeply irritated with them all and would much rather kind of they went somewhere else. And um, I was thinking how how true this is of us as humans, I suppose, that um, much of the time we're trying hard to, to be the people we want to be, and yet so much of who we are as people, it kind of pulls us away from that. And often, if you'd have been watching me on a camera during lockdown, you'd have seen a lot of least good version Joe Johnson. It's not the kind of version that I usually present in my neuropsychology posh dress kind of mode. So I've been invited by Shift MS to do a course with you called PPE for the Mind. So um, it's really interesting because I think a lot of people, they think that's a new title for me, but it really isn't. I was employed last year to do a big project with the police and I wanted something to describe the skills that I was teaching people to make sense for them. So I don't know if you know this, I certainly didn't, that all their kind of stab vest and body cam and boots, they're all called PPE, which apparently is really common knowledge to most people, but it wasn't to me. And people that are in the construction industry know this stuff, don't they? It's hard hats and things. So I thought that would be a fab title, PPE for the mind. And now, of course, it's proper good isn't it because I don't have to explain what PPE is anymore we all have a kind of understanding of that and it's you know PPE protects people's bodies against disease just like bodies minds need protection we can actually learn to use various techniques in order to make ourselves more resilient and to make us stronger when we're faced with times of crisis and distress, but also techniques that will help us in managing the flawed human mind on an everyday basis, because it's not always the big stuff that catches us out. As flawed human beings, we do a lot of stuff. So on any given day, we will be engaging in behavior that is helpful to us, that keeps us being effective, is being the kind of person that we want to be. But the problem is, because we're so troubled by all our inside stuff, thoughts, feelings, memories, urges, images come up and hijack us so that before we know it, we're dragged off being ineffective doing things that we don't want to be doing and really not being our best version.
So imagine you get up tomorrow morning and you think, what constructive things do I need to do today? Feed my cats, water my plants, go to the swimming pool. So you've got these kind of plans of what you want to do. And before you know it, you've been swept off your feet, injected with some very massive sedative. You don't have any conscious memory until you then wake up in the back of your own van. So there you were about to drive your own van and do your important things but now you've kind of woken up and you're in the back of your van and you have a bag over your head you're tied with chains it is all very dark so imagine how much choice you have there imagine how it would be to chat to your partner, do something constructive, play a game, bake some banana bread. And imagine that actually as you come round from the sedation, you notice that the chains that you had presumed were very tight and maybe metal are actually not as restricting as you think. Perhaps the ones tying your wrists are actually paper chains and that when you start to wiggle your wrists a bit you've got a bit more wiggle room and actually when you start wiggling your paper chains come free and you can use your hands then to take the bag off your head which instantly just gives you a little bit more liberation because now you can see and you have hands and maybe you notice that all the things you're tied up with aren't quite as robust as you thought and you manage to crawl yourself through into your driving cab and have a quick peep and you realize the hijackers have long gone and you manage to get yourself into your driver's seat the paper chains are still stuck to your sleeve and the rope is still tied around at least one of your legs you kind of wonder whether actually you're going to be able to have any choice and get back and drive and also you have no clue where you are and just as you're about to panic about that you realize that the hijackers have forgotten the sat nav you wonder if it's still working because it's quite dusty and actually you've only been traveling locally and when you look at it you kind of realize it is working and maybe feel quite overwhelmed with the choices and maybe wonder if the hijackers will come back and you realize there's masses of destinations that you could actually go and you actually wonder whether you still want to go home and you look through those destinations and you decide where you're going to go and you press go you put your key in the ignition and you start following where you want to go now we decided that that was quite a good metaphor for this course when we get caught up with difficult thoughts and feelings we can get very hijacked by them we can get into analysis paralysis what we know is whatever your situation whether your disabilities are great whether your relationships are rubbish whether you're in a job you love whether you're stuck at home and would prefer not to be we've realized that there are four processes that if we build skills in these areas life begins to feel more enjoyable think about yourself being in the back of that van what's the first thing you have to do i'll put that question to you oh you have to ground yourself and realize you try and get scope of what's actually happening in the situation absolutely so there's something isn't there about kind of waking up and mm. actually just noticing the position you're in before anything is going to change you've got to notice that you've been hijacked you're in the back of a van you've got sod all choice you've got to notice what's happening so the first process that we're going to strengthen is awareness you've kind of talked really about the second process as well which is to do some level of disentangling so we're going to build our ability to be aware 
of where we are at any given time. Once we strengthen our awareness, we can notice we've been hijacked. And then we can start disentangling from these thoughts and feelings. And then we can start driving our own van again. And the sat-nav really represents our values. So what we know is that people who feel life is more meaningful are very connected with their values. And we will do some more work on that. Is it true to say that in failing to deal properly with the sort of small, everyday, whimsical hijackers for people who do have sort of long-term health conditions it decreases your resilience over time which would then potentially mean that you are less capable of dealing with something that is actually sort of more serious yeah I think yes and no so I think it's those little things that entrap us much more than we think I think sometimes they're a distraction from the big things and so we can learn to manage our minds better with these little things. And then that helps us with the big things. But I suppose also it's the cost of being hijacked for hours with what often amounts to not the big things because it's very fatiguing. I can exhaust myself before I get to the kettle by ranting and raging and internally striving when actually that energy might have been better placed looking out the window or catching a photo of my family on the wall or anything. We're all the same and yet we're all so different. I can go from getting up in the morning, hearing a sound, to the entire world's covered in gasoline and I'm stood there with a match ready to just burn it all down and just start all over again because I got a missed call. When I get out of that thinking, I look back and think, wow, wow, where did that come from? As flawed humans, we get hijacked by a hundred million things a day. The hijacks are big and they're little and the chains are big and little, in order to get rid of those difficult thoughts and feelings, you will do stuff that's really different to me. You do you, <laughs> I do me. But there will be some kind of themes around it, whether you've got MS, whether you haven't, whether you've got a mental health condition. It's never about your situation, I think. Whether it's a small van, a big van, all I can do is strengthen my awareness about me and what I get hijacked with and learn some disentangling skills. So enough talking. Let's actually start building some muscles. Let's start doing some mental sit-ups and working on the first psychological process, strengthening awareness. So you can just pause now and notice what you can hear. That was a mental sit-up. And every time you do one of these, your core ability to be aware, your noticing um, six-pack gets stronger. And if you practice that, and we'll do loads of practicing in this course, your mental sit-up will get stronger and stronger, which will mean it's easier to stay in the present and it's easier to unhook from difficult thoughts and feelings. I often think the easiest way to practice this stuff is to choose a regular routine activity. So out of lockdown, the most obvious thing at the moment surely is hand washing. Can you bring your full awareness when you wash your hands? Can you start by smelling whatever soap you're going to use? 
and just noticing the smell. Can you notice the noise of the water? Can you notice the sensation of washing your hands round and round? Can you notice the temperature? Can you notice whether your nails are clean or dirty? Can you have a go at that? Bringing more awareness to hand washing. Just noticing there's no right or wrong thing. We're wanting to wake up to what's actually in front of us. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to practice because these are skills. And remember when you learn anything that you're now good at in the early stages, things felt clumsy and difficult and you wouldn't have been an expert in that field. So the more you practice, the more effective you'll be with your PPE for the mind and the more it'll help you in times of distress.